Hello and welcome again to the Cycling Dads Podcast, the podcast for dads who ride. I am still Aaron Thomas-Smith, your host, joined as always by Devin Palmer, Remax Results. And Devin, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, What is going on, my dude? You put our podcast on hiatus. I was worried I was laid off. Uh, so I'm just grateful to be here, frankly. I I feel like there needs... I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't going to put you on blast. I feel like I need to put you on blast. There was a point in which uh, I, I believe you were like, hey, we should record an episode. I was like, absolutely, let's record it the next day. And we set up a time and I one of us missed it. I Can you refresh my memory? Who was no the one, one missed that anything. No one missed anything. At that time, I was forced against my will to reschedule due to just immovable outside okay. circumstances. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next the next day we rescheduled and then again, one of us failed. It's just sometimes sometimes the world swoops down and touches your life and you have to cancel on your friend Aaron. Right. Twice. Twice. Yep. yep. Twice. Totally makes sense. Then we rescheduled for a third time. And it, what, what was the thing that got in the way again? I'm just, I, I just, I just need to know. What was it? I can't remember. Who's to say? It sounds like <laughs> neither of us can really remember. <laughs> but Aaron, what a treat to be here. Devin, I'm, I'm, you, there was a text that you sent me that I really wanted. I think our listeners all want to know, even though they have no idea. I believe it said something about, I'm going to get on the podcast and say that you are right about something, Aaron. Oh, are we going right into that? Let's just go right into it. I think this will probably be our most important topic for the day. So listeners, as you well know, I am quite a bit more educated than Aaron when it comes to exercise physiology due to my undergrad and master's degree in that area. So uh, when for the Aaron, record, I have, I have no degrees. Zero that degrees is correct. Anything. Correct. No degrees. You have initiations into art school. Dabbles. Dabbles. You have dabbles in art school, nothing in ex-phys. So when you start spouting off about your CrossFit stuff and lifting weights and your dieting and all your theories, I just kind of have to bite my tongue a little bit. But today, Aaron, and today only, I am ready to tell you that you were very right about something, and I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, Hit me. Aaron, I have begun... I I F. Oh, in inadvertent intermittent fasting. I was wondering what the extra I was. Yep. So you've been on and on and on and on and on and on about fasting and you do it in a very weird way where you'll take long, long stretches off, which I do not think there's any good basis for, but intermittent fasting, which basically just means don't eat all the time during the day. I've adopted it inadvertently. Okay. I stopped, basically stopped eating breakfast because of our day to day routine with our two year old and our uh, newborn. I basically skip my morning meal, exercise mid to late morning, and then I have a midday meal and dinner. So you're basically doing like a 16. Yep. With, uh, and then you're doing some fasted cardio. That's great. Aaron, it's great. I feel better. I think I've lost weight. And, I'm very proud to have stumbled upon this discovery that you were right. And am I taking equal credit for initiating it? Yes. Yes. Was it mostly inadvertent and accidental? Yes. Sure. 
Sure. I, I, I think that's great. And I'm I, honestly, this is not what I expected. I thought for sure what you were going to say is uh, that recording time would be a little bit more stressful to make uh, room for with two children versus one. That was the thing that I had professed on our last podcast. The cliffhanger that Matt Leisinger was or not. Sorry. I'm Matt Leisinger. Fudge. Ryan. Finish guard. Finish guard. Yep. Uh, has has asked about. And it, it, that's. To wit, I, I think that that's I'm also correct about that. But you're not the IF thing is much more surprising to me, and I'm glad that you stumbled on it. It has been a game changer for me. The longer fasts take time to build up to, and I think the thing that you'll notice is eventually this is going to just become your routine, and then you're not going to feel like right now you're feeling like when you're doing that fasted cardio the way I felt. Uh, I should say is, Hey, Aaron, go on. Tell me more about how yeah, I, feel. Yeah, let me tell you how you're, how you're feeling. Yep. So you you get into that fasted cardio and you're like, Oh, can I do my typical workout 16 hours fasted, you know, with, without anything, can I just do it on water? And then you do that and you feel really good and you feel really energized. And afterwards you, you feel like maybe I don't need to eat something, but eventually you'll get to the place where that's just like commonplace and you'll want to want to kind of stretch your boundaries more and more similar to like racing, right? Like you start off with a, a easier event, you start off with a shorter route and then eventually you just get to a point where you want to do more and more just to, just to test your boundaries. I don't know if that's going to happen to you. I assume because of your competitive nature um, uh, that some of that extends to yourself. But that's how it happened for me. And that's why I got to a place. And, you know, my wife was doing IF as well. Leslie was doing IF as well. And so when she's like, I'm, I'm going to see if I can do a five day fast. I was like, yeah, you know, it's I kind of have that support and that um, competition all wrapped up in one. Right. So but congrats. I'm super stoked for you, bud. That's uh, honestly, it's been the the single greatest thing that I've done uh, in in keeping my fitness post kids. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to learn a little bit more because, frankly, because I did stumble into it, only knowing you have mentioned it in the past, I do want to educate myself a touch more to make sure I'm doing it uh, prudently. I have zero interest in extending the fasting. I, I really don't understand what you're talking about with that and none of the impulses you're describing I have at all. So here's two caveats. Let's, let's get into a couple of details. First of all, I'm not starting exercise 16 hours fasted. Okay, because if I eat my last food the night before at 8, 8.30 p.m., mm-hmm. um, it's not 16 hours by 10 a.m. Sure. Second of all, and this is the big caveat, and perhaps a, you won't appreciate this, but my morning meal has been replaced essentially by an oat milk latte. So I am okay. having calories early. Um, so okay. I do have some calories from that oat milk latte in my tummy tum when I'm biking or doing my run. Sure. And yeah. And and just like what you're describing right now is kind of how I came into it. It was like, Oh, I can, I can, I can get my day started with just this thing. And then as I started searching for more and more results, that's when I started adding on complexity and, and duration and, and all that stuff. For instance, a big thing for me is one of the, one of the biggest changes was, uh, artificial sweeteners. I used to do that to basically make uh, coffee, palatable and over time it you know I, I realized that that was the thing that was preventing me from really initiating the weight loss that i wanted um 
because of the insulin spike. But if you're looking for more information and for our listeners who are looking for more information, The Obesity Code by Dr. Jason Fung, that is uh, the book that kind of set it off. Um, it's If you are one of those folks that waits in line at libraries for reservations, uh, you're going to be waiting a while. So I just purchased a copy off of Amazon. It was like 12 bucks. Um, and it's, it's really great. And it, it talks a, a lot more about what it has to do as someone who's, you know, my family has really struggled with, uh, obesity, um, and obesity kind of related disease. This was something that really kind of explained what I was noticing because I was very, and, and I'm getting off on a tangent here, but you know, specifically obesity, uh, when you're, when you're around it, there's a lot of like, I would say societal like expectations and also biases towards people who are obese and overweight. And a lot of that is it has to do with willpower, right? Like, oh, you if you just had the willpower to not eat poorly, you know, every day, you wouldn't have gained that much weight. And and that's not really the what's going on. What it is, is and what the obesity code and what IF is really trying to fix is insulin uh, uh, kind of, um, what's the word? Not dependency, but uh, insulin um, resistance. Basically, you you train your body, and you don't. It doesn't take a lot of calories to do this, actually, which is why people can come become obese just by eating, you know, really poorly throughout the day. Even if they're not necessarily getting two thousand calories, they can still gain weight. Um, and and what it is is you're basically training your body to always need to 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 store that. Um, so there's a lot more to it. I'm not an expert by any means. It's all trial and error for me. As Devin has very clearly stated, I have no degrees. Um, and I want everyone to know that, but I do recommend reading the OBCD code if you're interested in, in managing your weight, but more importantly, if you're just interested in feeling better, that's yeah. the, the number one thing. Managing weight is big for me. Feeling better is big for me. Um, cause obviously I've run into the buzzsaw of the second child. So whatever time I've had in the last couple of years to be active and be training is now time is even more precious than ever. Um, and I, as you may or may not know, for the last 15 years since I started being an athlete, I've always used uh, just ramp up training, ramp up exercise. If I'm gluttonous or if, if I'm a bad boy with my diet, I always balance it out. Well, shoot, I'll just train more. Um, but that, of course, not really, not really sustainable. That's not a good game plan going forward. So I'm trying to be a little more mindful um, and manage my manage my weight, manage my health a little bit better on the diet side as well. Yeah. And I've, I've met a lot of people, you know, I, I think it's one of those things that I've always wondered, like, okay, there are those people that I think Brandon, Brandon's a great example of this where he'll just go out and do French miles all day long. Right. And like, if he gains a little bit of weight, he just goes and, and pulls a couple of like two, 300 mile weeks and then bam, he's, you know, still in great shape and he's feeling good. I, for whatever reason, my physiology, my body won't do that. I'll break down. I'll start getting injured. I'll start getting sick. Um, and the most interesting thing for me of this, of, uh, tw- kind of 2019 and 2020, which I think is the year where things finally clicked for me, um, was I really didn't ride the bike from July to February. I didn't touch the bike. And that was a really new experience for me. I'd basically been riding almost year round for 10 years at that point. And I just needed a break. And what I realized is I can get in shape and I can get fit and I can feel better, not necessarily putting in a ton of miles, but being really careful about what I'm eating, when I'm eating, 
getting into the gym, doing the, the all the supportive stuff that I think we all really need to do and we think is really kind of boring, right? Because it's not riding my bike. It's not enjoying myself. Um, and then when I got back on the bike, I felt so much better. And it just came back so quick. And that was the that was a really big tell for me. And so actually right now, this is kind of a good kind of pushing into the thing I wanted to talk about today, which is I've now reached out and I'm, I'm starting to incorporate a few other folks into uh, basically what my training plan is going to be <laughs> for this year. Um, and I'm going to write it up. I'm going to share it with uh, everyone on the Facebook. Um, and then if you're interested, you can just email us too. I'll email it to you. But I'm kind of taking all that I've learned from, uh, if you're familiar with Atomic Habits, um, that, uh, the obesity code, um, and then just kind of my own stuff that's worked for me and, and really building a very simple guideline for, you know, four week blocks of training to, to help you improve. Is this going to be like the most amazing thing to get you like super quick and super fast? No. Is it designed for peaking for events? No. All this is, is if you don't have the time to think about or the money to think about, you know, getting a coach, really investing. And I would suggest doing that. Lev is a great uh, coach, by the way, premier training systems. We had them on earlier, uh, twice, but if you can't do any of that, if you just had a kid and you're really just looking for a way to kind of keep moving forward, um, it's, it's a really easy way to do that. It's 30 days, five times a week, or sorry, 30 minutes, five times a week, 30 days, five times a week, 30 days, five times a week. No, it's 30 minutes, five times a week. So you can find the time you can find the energy. Um, I do it after my kids go to bed every night. Uh, and it's, it's, I just finished the the first block of it. Actually, I'm feeling really good. I'm moving in the right direction. And most importantly, I'm not feeling burnt out and I'm able to do all the other things that I need to do in my life. So what you're saying is you've crowdsourced this mad concoction of things that you do mostly when I say crowdsource, I mean, obviously plagiarized from reliable, more reliable uh, resources. Absolutely. You're going to take their intellectual property and share it publicly for your own profit or for free for free. And it, and I think the, you know, one of the things that I think about a lot, hey, Lev, what you're Lev, write me a training plan. I'm going to post it on Facebook. What, what I think you're getting at Devin is something that like my internal voice talks about a lot, which is essentially, um, what is the new thing that I'm providing? Right? Like every time I post something, every time I make a new point of contact, uh, or, or, uh, of contact of, of content, like what is the new thing I'm providing? And I think we're at a point where kind of all knowledge is, is readily accessible. And the problem isn't necessarily accessing the knowledge. The problem is curating it. Right. So that it's an, an easily digestible way because we just we're getting bombarded day in and day out. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what I did is I, I took these things that I've been uh, reading and uh, enjoying and kind of finding value in my life. And I'm just kind of condensing it into this thing that hopefully people can find value out of. Um, and, yeah, it's, um, you know, and, and also I think that, you know, we have about three people now that are doing it with me and we're really just kind of leaning on each other as accountability and as kind of a little bit of competition again, um, to, uh, uh, keep moving forward. I'm just, I'm listening to everything you're saying and I'm wondering which direction this will ultimately drift in, whether it'll go MLM and you'll be <laughs> selling smoothies or if you take it in a spicier direction and we go more in the Nexium direction, when you say this Ooh. stuff about accountability and everything, I think about that documentary about Nexium, the creepy sex cult in New York. So, well, I do. I do. Hey, think listener, really quick. listener, stay tuned. 
Are we going MLM or are we going Nexium? Let's watch. Let's find out. Anyways, um, I, I do want to just do a real quick plug. Uh, if you haven't read it, Atomic Habits, um, I'm currently on my third read through. Uh, and it's really, I mean, I can sincerely say it's something that's changed my life. It's made it's made things infinitely easier. It's made me rethink how I view kind of the the worst aspects of my personality, the things that I don't like about myself, like, you know, the binge eating or, um, you know, not following up on stuff or, you know, all that stuff. It's just a really good way of being like, oh, the problem might not necessarily, again, be my willpower. It might be the environment that I've created for myself. And I can use, you know, kind of my brain and 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 the ways that I think about things to create a better environment and create better outcomes. So Atomic Habits, check it out. Uh, it's super good. Stop plugging books that we don't get anything back from. And I will tell you this. I have been on a similar kick lately. Um, it's such a strange time in the world, Aaron. There's so many things out there that are pushed into our brains via social media, via the regular media. I've made a very, very conscious decision to turn as much of it off as possible. And even things, if it's like, if it's a viewpoint on a podcast that I'm agreeing with, but it's still like getting me fired up and it's like, well, this event has nothing to do directly with my life, my family, me, me being fitter, me being, me being more successful in my business. I'm just shutting it off. Um, and so a lot of things, <laughs> the, the mute button, the unsubscribe, it's so powerful. Um, and I'm getting a lot of, I would call it, would we call it neurotoxins, brain toxins, intellectual I, I, toxins that we, we've been yes. accepting into our life. And it Absolutely. just, we accept it. It gets us fired up and it's like, well, we have no control over the outcomes there. We have no control over that. It's just getting me hot and bothered about something for no reason. So I'm, I'm also making a very conscious choice to shut that off and turn on more engaging, more stimulating things. For me, it's all business focused. Um, it's I'm the number of geeky real estate podcasts that I'm listening to these days. It's, it's so bad, Aaron, but it's so good because it really does stimulate more thought. And it's like, okay, this, this is helping me focus on things that will lead to a positive outcome for my own life. Like, let me just engage with this. Let me double down on this um, rather than just, you know, hate reading crazy posts on social media, you know? Yeah. I, th I think one of the things that, uh, again, an idea that I've been thinking a lot of lately and, and granted we're probably not contributing <laughs> in a positive way to this, but um, just uh, uh, really being careful about the thoughts that you allow to enter into kind of your, your mental sphere. Right. Like, and the thing is I was thinking about this and I actually, it, it caused me to do something that I didn't think I could do, but I, I, I did it. I deleted Instagram. I deleted Reddit off of my phone. So I no longer have that easy access. I can still go on there. I still have to post things for work or, or for my bike team. Um, but I no longer have that like, uh, unconscious, like I'm going to open it up. I'm going to open up the explore page. I'm going to watch reels for, man, you know, fucking three hours, right? Like I'll just go through there and reels, yeah, reels anyways. is a new level. They really nailed it with reels, right? You, you I mean, it's, you cannot argue that they didn't nail it, but it is so bad. So it's, bad. And the, th the, and exactly what you're talking about, like I'll go through one. And I'll be like, Oh, this makes me, you know, really upset or, Oh, I need to do something about this. And it's like one, I'm not going to do anything. That was 15 seconds. That's probably going to like derail me emotionally for the next couple of hours at least. And I didn't choose that popping up. It just popped up. 
Yep. Right. And I'm getting like that little bit of dopamine, that little bit of serotonin as I'm going through and, and, and doing that thing. And, you know, we share, you know, reels a lot, but honestly, I'm, I'm just, I was done with it. I like, I can't. And I think as you kind of get quote unquote, I, I, I don't want to use this word cause it's, it's so loaded, but healthier, right? Like as you move away from just being subject to your environment and you get more, more conscious about the environment that you're making for yourself, I think it becomes easier to make that next step. Um, and working out is a great example. So this, this thing I'm talking about earlier, right? It, really how I set it up was so that I could silence all the dissent in my own head of like, well, a 30 minute workout on Zwift doesn't matter, right? Oh, 10 minutes of, of weights doesn't matter. Anything is better than yep. sitting down and just scrolling through Instagram for an hour. Right. That's got to be, I mean, that always ties back to the best theme of this podcast is dads, if you have 10 minutes, you're better off just doing something than nothing. Yeah. You're always just better off. It's funny. One of the themes of one of the most powerful podcasts I just listened to, it's a theme that comes up in a lot of this success and self-help um, in that industry. It's very popular, but just the thought that you are the sum of your thoughts. And it's like, are you thinking about positive outcomes? Are you thinking about the things you actually want in life? Um, and just, yeah. Are you channeling and focusing in on where you actually want to go? And I think that, you know, the, the thing about that too, and something I've, I've been thinking about is like when I'm doing X, like when I open up Instagram instead of answering an email or when I open up Facebook instead of calling a friend, right? Like what am I trying to accomplish through those things? And it's very easily, uh, I forget where I get this, but you're trying to change your emotional state, right? Like, oh, if I look at this thing, it's going to make me happy. And I don't like how I feel right now. And sometimes if you just take a moment and think about, well, how do I feel right now? The answer might just be boredom. And that's okay, right? Like it's okay to be bored. And I think in, in today's society, there's a lot, you know, to be said about like, yeah, having a healthy work ethic is great, but also just taking some time to just not engage. And one of the things, so on uh, Sunday, we took August to a haircut and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, scroll through Instagram. Right. And I was like, I wonder if I can sit here through the entire haircut and just not look at my phone. And that was the longest 15 minutes of my entire life, but in a good way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and this is not, I do really want to preface this. I am not getting high and mighty about phone time. My, you can look at my screen time. I'm, you know, the, the, the amount same, of time right? both you and I devote to our beloved group chats. It's too much time. Is, is intense. But, you know, at the same time, I think there's a lot to be said of being conscious about, like, what are you trying to accomplish? And is there another way that's, you know, going to support you outside of that? But we're, we're getting kind of off, you know, I, I, I asked Devin to come to the podcast with a list of things that he wants to talk about, and then I just completely derail it. So if anyone, you know, some people think that I'm the, the straight man and he's the wild card, that's not the case. I'm just quieter about it. Um, Devin, what did, what did you, you wanted to, to give us an update on one of the most important things that's happened in your life, because the last time we talked, it had just happened. How is life with two kids? How is your, how is your newborn? Frankie Franklin is nine weeks as of today. Uh, you know, he's a great eater. That was a huge stress for us with Svea, our daughter. She was our first. So we had no idea what we're doing with anything, least of all breastfeeding. And she was a really fussy eater. She was very low in weight. She was always in the one single digit percentile for weight. Um, so that was really stressful in round one, just getting her to eat consistently and feeling competent and confident in ourselves there. Frankie's just chowing down. He's a great eater. So he's gaining weight really well. Um, and he started to sleep really well, which is great. 
So a lot of things very good. We are battling, battling, battling the evening fussies. Uh, I don't know, Aaron, how bad your kids were with the evening fussies, but there'll just be a block of hours where Frankie is just crabby and crying on and off, on and off. The witching hour? Oh, my gosh. The toll that takes on you. It's so hard, especially on Thea. Um, so that's that's the big struggle we're going through. Managing managing the time with both is a challenge because our you know it's just that extra extra pressure on our household schedule. Um, that's been a bear. That's been a source of stress. Um, my wife has done an incredible job of carving out time just to spend with our daughter. That's you know, awesome. And we, we both, we both spend time just with Svea, but it's, she's done, it's been really focused on that and, you know, finding a few fun outings and adventures every week, um, that they can go do together. Um, so I love, love, love to see that. So overall really good. We're going through a lot of very normal struggles. (laughs) It's it's silly, like uh, how much certain things can wear on you, um, our poor dog, now that he's third fiddle, he's getting even less love and attention than ever before. Oh, Boy. poor Teddy. Yep. So that's the kiddo update. We're surviving. We're thriving. That's a, that's a great update, man. I'm, I'm super excited. I brought you over a chicken. You did. With some my hand wife, sauce. Listener, the things that my wife said about Aaron after he brought us this meal, I was very unhappy and very, very <laughs> un... I was... I was pretty upset with how complimentary she was. It's like, he can come over anytime and make us that. And the comments since then, the comments, Aaron have not stopped the comments. Oh, good. You would like, Oh, you should ask Aaron if he wants to come bring us dinner again. Listener, Aaron is an upsettingly good cook. Uh, and it's, Oh, it's, thank you. It's one of your hobbies and it's fun to see you really embrace it. And it's obviously to taste the outcomes. The work I is love- very good. I love I love cooking for my friends, and uh, so many of them have been having children. <laughs> so it's been I've been able to kind of uh, play around a bit and, and do that. I'm actually currently in the in the middle of preparing for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is kind of like my favorite holiday now because oh, nice. I get to cook, um, and I have settled on the two side dishes. Um, the 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 thing that I use as like the, the rating for the side dishes is would I eat this before the main course? Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's good enough to go. And so I've settled on a, a honey mustard Brussels sprouts this year. Yep. And uh, our Target has these tiny sweet potatoes uh, that they're doing now that are very easy to turn into wedges and roast. And they're just amazing. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's to, to wit, uh, our last guest, Ryan and I, we've since become very close. Um, and he, uh, uh, I, I, I cooked for him and his wife had them over. Um, and his daughter and my son are, are super good, uh, uh, kind of playmates. They love hanging out together. August, as we've established is a very energetic, a uh, little, uh, man. Aggressive is one word. It is Alpha. amazing to see him uh, restrain that around uh, Ryan's daughter. So mm-hmm. it's it's he's doing a really good job. It's actually helping him in school too, which is a whole other thing um, that we can get to on a different podcast. But uh, th- the point is, Ryan and his wife have actually invited me to cook at their place again, <laughs> and to do they have a trigger at their apartment building, Ooh. and so. 
I was thinking, uh, Devin, we should we should get the the gang together and and smoke some ribs or maybe so he invited you over to cook for him, and now you are secondhand inviting me as well over to his place. You were in the discussion as well. I like this type of event. Um, we I have a comment for you here. Oh, yeah. Just so the listener know, our last guest, last guest on our last episode, Ryan, um, mm-hmm. eerily rapidly became friends with both Aaron and I. And it's very evident he is working for the FBI and collecting evidence on us. Like, I'm not exactly certain what kind of case he's trying to build because neither Aaron nor I participate in anything particularly illegal. Speak for yourself. But, Ryan, we know you're in the FBI. There's no reason you would organically want to be friends with us this quickly. Um, so, Ryan, we're on to you. We know it. We've told you to your face. That's Fess it. up, man. Fess up. Yeah, just own it, officer. Just own it, dog. Is he an officer or an agent, do you think? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. But Ryan's a great guy, and, and it's a, another example of you know meeting awesome people through this podcast. And there's a lot of you who I didn't know before we started this. And there's been a lot of questions about if we're going to keep this going, and we absolutely are, right? Like it's just a matter of trying to find the time and working it out with guests. And you know, this this podcast is around to stay. And um yeah, so uh, that's uh Ryan, we we just we just need you to come clean. That's all we need. We just need you to come clean. So, you know, I think we talked about doing like a, yeah, like a, like a, a tight 30, but I do think 2022 goals, Devin, you know, we, I think both of us kind of got derailed this year as far as what we were hoping to accomplish. A new year is coming. What do you want to do? First of all, I didn't get derailed. I kept riding three, four times a week. I kept running three times a week. I'm in way better shape now than I was probably when we started the podcast. And I'm feeling really good with my running. The riding has fallen a little bit by the wayside as I'm transitioning to indoor. But speak for yourself as far as that. And I feel like with my IIF, (laughs) my personal IIF discovery, paired with my continued love of the normal things that I've always done, I'm on a great track. So the one thing we are talking about, especially in our chat with Ryan, um, I want to move down weight classes. So I've been as heavy as light heavyweight, which is 205. Not good. Too much for me. I'm only 5'10". I can't be that heavy. So now I am on a mission to get down to middleweight, which is 185. And once I'm at 185, I think I need to long-term be closer to welterweight, which is 170. I think that's a much more natural and healthy weight for me to be hovering around and also for you know, for, from a performance standpoint, I'm much faster at that weight. Um, so I would say that's, that's one of the goals I'm working towards is move from one, from light heavyweight, moving down to middleweight and then long-term behaving in such a way that I can stay at welterweight. I do throw around maybe doing a marathon in 2022. I haven't really made my mind up. I'm looking for a cycling goal. So the one thing I will say is I will, want to pick out a couple of good challenge events for next year. So let's touch base on those. Once those have been finalized and yourself, Aaron. Yeah, I, th- I think that's actually exactly. And I've already picked mine uh, for next year. Um, I want to do the Tuesday night time trial series put on by gear West. Um, I'm going to uh, do the, the Merck's classification and my ultimate goal. My first goal is to get it a sub 30 which is a 20 mile an hour average for the whole 10 mile course. So 
I think I can do that. Um, how the more immediate goals for me and, and, you know, I don't know if you're going to be a part of this, Devin, but, uh, tour to Zwift and the tour of Watopia are both yeah. happening, uh, kind of in January and February. And those have some pretty, uh, pretty difficult routes that I want to do. I just did on Sunday cause I was finishing up a block and I, I wasn't, you know, being as careful with overextending myself. Um, I just did the three sisters route, which for those of you who know Zwift is it's a pretty difficult route. It's 30 miles with about 3000 feet of climbing. Um, and did that about an hour 40. So yeah, I think I'm just going to continue doing Zwift and, and, you know, we'll, we'll post it up there, but I think, uh, there'll be some, some opportunities for some co-host competition in 2022, Devin. That is the one thing we both dropped the ball on is we really did a lot of the, we front loaded the talk and then we never actually sorted out any kind of competition. We're kind of good at that. It's interesting. It's interesting yep. how that works. Well, Anyways, thank you all for listening. Uh, we are back. We're going to figure out some sort of schedule that works for both of us uh, and get back to you all on that. But uh, uh, thank you uh, so much for uh, getting back on, Devin, and uh, wish you and your growing family the best. Um, anything that you want to leave our listeners with today? My family is no longer growing. We are set. We're all good. Growing. Three, four. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs>